Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. This is Nancy with Living Relationships God's Way. Thank you for joining us. We are in the middle of a four-part series called The Names of the Holy Spirit. Tonight, we are on part three, The Holy Spirit, Our Intercessor. And also, we will be looking at not only the Holy Spirit, Our Intercessor, but our life of intercession, uh, kind of what that looks like and what is God looking for. Uh, but first, before we get started, let me go into a few instructions for you. Um, if you are listening by phone, all phones are muted. I will open the lines when our talk is finished for a time of discussion. Uh, if anyone is interested in talking, please know that this is optional. I know many people as they're listening in, um, they're not interested in speaking. They would just like to listen. Okay, So if you're listening on the web, there's an optional chat located on our page. You may post your questions and comments on the chat and I will answer at the end of our talk. Please remember, this call is recorded. Comments and questions will not be removed. When this call is finished, it automatically is placed on iTunes and shared across many social media platforms and may be downloaded by anyone around the world who has access to an internet connection. Simply stated, I do not edit anything. The only way I would edit something, and I'm sure I can get back in there and I would have to take the whole call down, but that would be if someone did somehow get on the line and say something that is really unacceptable unacceptable and would cause a whole lot of problems for our call. Okay, so please remember that this call is recorded. If you are listening to this recording at a later date, whether on YouTube, Google+, uh, or you received our talk from a friend, maybe you clicked into it on Facebook, uh, on a, a video that showed up there, uh, and you'd like to check out our past episodes, go to www.talkshoe.com and place Living Relationships God's Way in the search bar, and this will bring up our page. And there you will see the list of scheduled episodes, what's coming up in the future. I try and keep that updated. Right now uh, I have listed through September. In September, we will be talking about encouraging the global church, and that is a four-part series also. Um, feel free to share our talk on your social media networks, websites, or blogs. That would really help us out a lot. 
Uh, if you have any technical issues during our call, I'm sorry I'm unable to help you uh, during that time. You can kind of look around, talk to you, and, and look at their helpline and get some help there. Um, or you can wait until the end uh, and please email me follow, following our talk. And of course, you may email me in the middle of it, but I won't be able to answer it, but I'll be sure to get back to you at the end. And as always, your comments and questions are always welcome. You can get in touch with me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com. And my weekly reminder on anything that I do live and that I open up for others to talk is, I can hear you repeating in the background, reminder in dialogue and conversation, we speak in a way that we respect one another. I'm open to disagreement. I'm open to someone saying, hey, Nancy, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with what you said. I see scripture this way. Or maybe you have an experience that you would like to share uh, with me. But once again, please make it respectful. Um, I'm sure as an adult, if you're not sure what respectful means, you can take a look at your Bible and find it or do a little study on respectful because on this site we're also about teaching. So thank you for joining us. Uh, tonight, like I said, we are talking about the Holy Spirit, our intercessor, and our lives of intercession. Uh, intercession. Okay, let's go to this first is to ask, to plead, or to beg. We can beg someone on behalf of someone else. So let's not look at God right now. Let's look at our personal life. Say you're in a disagreement uh, with, with someone and the two of you, you just cannot find a solution to this, and this disagreement is beginning to cause problems for other people. Now, that can, can look um, in many different ways, but I'm just going to do a, something in general here, okay? So there is a disagreement going on. I'll use myself as an example between me and someone else, and we are causing this is causing problems for other people. And someone else sees this, and but it's what they see is one person is willing to sit down and talk about the disagreement, but the other person that's part of this disagreement is unwilling. So someone else comes in. They see what this problem is, uh, maybe only on the surface, but they know that it's causing a problem. And they go to the person that refuses to have a conversation with me. And if they go to that person they are going on my behalf because I would like to sit down and talk to them. And they are telling them, hey, why don't you sit down and talk to Nancy? Why don't you guys sit down and talk this out? Because I already know about this, and I would like us to sit down and talk about this and get this taken care of, not argue, not be going after one another, but have an adult, what I will call an adult conversation where we respect one another in this conversation, this person is going to someone else on behalf of me. Or how about we look at a marriage? Uh, we have a husband and wife that they are in big problems. And there is 
someone that's talking to one of the partners, whether it is the female or the male, and they are speaking to this person, and they're going, I just love to sit down um, with my spouse and talk about this, but my spouse will not do that with me. Maybe that's a male or female, okay? I'm not picking on one gender here. This can be either or. And so this this one spouse is talking to someone, and it's what they say, would you go to my spouse on behalf of me and speak to that person for me? Would you speak to my husband or speak to my wife? And maybe you can talk to them and convince them that the both of us, not you in this conversation with us, but the both of us need to sit down and talk to one another. If this person agrees, they are going to that spouse on behalf of the other. Okay, how about in, the, in a business setting? And we are at work, and we have two coworkers that are at odds. Um, they're not saying anything to one another uh, that is causing a... Um, people to hear what they're saying, but have you ever felt where you work, there's just that stress level that's there because there are two people that we just know by watching it. They just do not get along. And another coworker, they have just had enough, and they decide by looking at these other two coworkers that there is one that wants to get this taken care of too. They want to sit down with the other person. So the coworker that is kind of standing in between watching this goes on behalf of the person that wants to get this taken care of, get this stress uh, out in the open so it doesn't bother everyone else that's around them. And so this coworker goes on behalf of the one that would like to straighten it out to the other one and goes to this person and begins to talk to them. And then finally they both sit down, but that person steps out. He or she went on behalf of one, but they're only in this part way. So what this is about is they're going to a person. All of us are um, able to do this. We go to a person on behalf of another. Now, I am not talking about uh, running out there and putting our our nose and uh, getting in other people's business. Um, It's what I'm talking about when one person um, is talking to someone else Okay, and they don't want to drag that person into it. They just need someone to go to the other person on their behalf and say, hey, would you listen to this person? They're going on someone else's behalf. You know, in the Bible, we read various scenarios in life where someone goes on behalf of another. Uh, We have Esther. When she went to the king on behalf of the Jews, she made that decision, yes, I will go to the king. I will go to the king. I'm the queen. I will go to the king, even though, we'll call it illegal, okay? That's the word we would use today. Even though she could die and it is illegal for her to go to the king, She made the decision after fasting and praying and after asking other people to fast and pray to go to the king, and here is the word, okay? Here's that word again, on behalf of a group of people. She went to the king on behalf of the Jews. 
Now, if you'd like to hear more about Esther, uh, you can go to TalkShoe.com. Uh, in the search bar, type Living Relationships God's Way. Uh, it's dated 6-4-15, Episode 3, Part 2. And I have a, another talk there about Esther, so you can hear some of the background before she went to the king. How about Proverbs 31, 8-9? through 9? Uh, And that I'm going to read to you, okay? Speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So as what this scripture is talking about, it is telling us that we are to speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves. We are to go on their behalf and speak up for them. There's that word again, on their behalf. Here's some other examples. Abraham went on behalf, he went to God on behalf of his neighbors in Sodom. Moses offered his life on behalf of the nation. Isaiah prayed with King Hezekiah to save the nation from defeat and destruction at the hands of Assyria. Here's that word again, on behalf of. Let's not forget Jesus as an example in John 17 and then in other areas within the Bible, but specifically within John 17 in the Gospels. Jesus prayed on behalf of himself, on behalf of other believers, and he went to God on behalf of those even who did not believe in him yet, but would believe in them in the future on behalf of. He was interceding on behalf of. Now, let's get back to the Holy Spirit. The first time the Holy Spirit is mentioned is in Genesis 1, 1 through 2. The Spirit hovering over the sea in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. Here it is. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And this I uh, pulled out of the ESV version. But the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, because it's during creation that's at the beginning, for me, I just begin to think of a stillness and a calmness. I don't see uh, in my mind uh, anything that is a war going on. I don't see a storm going on. But as I read this in Genesis 1, 2, I think of a calmness. When I think of the spirit, I think of listening to soft music. Like this afternoon, um, I was having trouble focusing. I just have a lot going on. And it's a lot of little different things. And there's a lot of follow-up that goes on. And and in that uh, follow-up, I'm making phone calls and I'm sending email and I'm trying to stay on top of everything and I'm I'm looking at what is to uh, what I can just set aside right now. It's to be done later, and what I should be doing right now, along with uh, doing the last-minute check on uh, what I'm sharing with you tonight in this talk. But I began to feel a little rattled. So it's what I did. I uh, 
placed on my monitor some soft music. No words in the music, just totally instrumental music. And for me, it's what happened that just calmed me down. I was able to focus. I made my little list of what needed to do. I watched the clock to, to uh, see that, okay, we're approaching closer to this call. But that's what I think of when I uh, read the Spirit uh, hovering over the sea in Genesis. I see a quietness. Um, and it's what that music did for me. It brought a calmness to my soul. It brought a calmness. To my heart. You know, it's always really good. I've been sharing uh, illustrations here about calm and going on behalf of and on intercession, but it's also really good to look at the specific definitions for the word that we're looking at. Um, how about this definition for intercession? I uh, got in the good old Vines dictionary and uh, looked up the word intercession. And this is the action of intervening, and here's that word again, on behalf of another. And some synonyms, mediation, arbitration, negotiation. They are called intercession. Prayers of intercession. Prayers of intercession. As I began to look this up, you know, we do, and this is okay, we throw the word around pray. I'll pray for you. I I ask people, send me your prayer requests and I'll pray for you. And a lot of times when I get them, I will like pray right then or I will take them and set them just on a list just by first name and and place them in my what I call my set-aside time for intercession. So I am praying. I am interceding. Um, on behalf of another. But when I am in intercession, I am not bringing my prayer requests for myself. I'm interceding on behalf of another. Or make that plural, others. Prayers of intercession. Now, let's look at uh, our title of our talk that we shared here. The Holy Spirit, our intercessor. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. The Holy Spirit prays for us. And also we read in God's word that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. I like to use today's language, okay, how I would say it. Um, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father interceding, praying for each one of us 24-7. He is our 24-7 person of prayer. He is that person when I'm sleeping, when you're sleeping, when you're walking around, wherever you are, think that. He is interceding for you. And we also have the Holy Spirit that is our intercessor. Let's look at Romans eight twenty six through 27, and I'm going to read this out of the Living Bible. Um, as I was studying this, I, I like to do some Googles, and I'll look at some videos, and I have some different teachers. I'll see what I come up with, and some things I check into, and some I check out, and some I go, hmm, I'm not quite sure about what that is. Uh, but as I'm, as I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, as I'm looking 
at things and in and out um, and doing a little reading, of course, in my Bible. But as I'm listening to different pastors on studies and I'm reading different blogs where uh, different leaders or writers or Christians in magazines uh, wrote anything on this topic, there is one section of Scripture, and it's the one I just mentioned, that comes up in everything, everything that I looked at in whatever venue, and that is Romans eight twenty six twenty seven. And in the same way, by our faith, the Holy Spirit, here goes, helps us with our daily problems and in our praying. I love the New Living or the Living Translation, yeah, excuse me, the Living Bible Translation for this because it says the Holy Spirit helps us with our daily, get that, daily problems and in our praying. So he is helping us with our problems. Yes, I said he, the Holy Spirit. And in our praying, he is helping us pray. So when we take that time out to pray on behalf of another, the Holy Spirit is helping us with our praying. Okay? For we don't even know what we should pray for, nor how to pray as we should, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with such feeling that it cannot be expressed in words. And now verse 27, and the Father who knows all hearts knows, of course, what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. So as the Holy Spirit is going to the Father, here's a word again, the word I keep mentioning in intercession is on behalf of. The Father knows all hearts. And he knows what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us. And you know what? That's where the Spirit never goes wrong because according to what I read here, what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. The Spirit is praying in harmony with God's will for your life, for my life. I've read this verse before. I'm sure you have also. But tonight, as I began to go over it, uh, it began to speak to me in a different way. Even though I was studying this for the last few days, a little here and there and making notes. But this last part, verse 27, in the Living Bible, and the Father who knows all hearts knows, of course, what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. And every leader that I listened to and almost everything that I came across went to this scripture in Romans. So what does that tell us as we're looking through God's word and even there may be a note as I'm reading in the study Bible and it refers back to this scripture of in Romans eight twenty six through 27, this is telling us this is important. It keeps pointing us back. The word is even pointing us back to this verse. Let's add a little bit more to this definition of intercession. It is a conversation. Now, when I look at this and I say conversation, That is, if I say someone comes to me 
And they ask me to pray for something, whatever that something is. And I go to God on their behalf. I am having a conversation with God. But I'm not one that sits down with fancy words and uh, as I pray. I pray in conversation. I may even stop, for instance, uh, the other night. Uh, I really felt the Lord was calling me to pray. And there were some things that were going on in a couple other countries that were really, really tugging on my heart. But before I began to pray, I just sat there quietly, and my first words to God were, Lord, I need your Holy Spirit to help me to pray because this is so big, and this is so painful, and this is so hurtful, and I wish I could just get on a plane and go there and help somehow, but even if I could, there's nothing I could do. I could be there, yes. I could be around them, but there was a lot that I couldn't do. I would be more a hindrance than a help at that moment. So as I sat there, I asked God, Lord, please, I need the help of your Holy Spirit to show me how to pray. And I sat there quietly on the edge of my bed, no radio on, nothing, and it's late at night. And all of a sudden, I just quietly began to pray. I knew how I was to pray for this situation. I began to petition God for this group of people. I was interceding. When you hear the word interceding, I was interceding on behalf of other people. You know, there are times that intercession can also become tearful. If you're someone listening to me right now, wherever that is, maybe it's on YouTube, maybe it's on Facebook, uh, maybe you downloaded it, maybe someone shared it with you somewhere, you're on iTunes, wherever that is, maybe you're listening to my voice as I share about my intercession and you're reminded of a time when you began to pray on behalf of someone else. Maybe it's someone you know. Maybe it's someone that you don't know. Maybe it's a name that the Spirit just dropped into your heart and you begin to pray and you also begin to cry. It becomes tearful. And that can happen especially with those we love. These people that I was praying for, I just love them so much. It's impossible for me to see them very often. It's been a few years to sit down with them and to chat with them and find out how things are going. But I do hear from them of what's going on, which I did recently, which brought tears to my eyes as I was praying. Folks, never, ever be afraid of tears. Never be afraid of when you begin to intercede on behalf of someone else or a group of people. It may be a city. It may be your neighborhood. It may be a country. It may be a faraway land. And you begin to cry. There's nothing wrong with you. That means you are crying out to God. You are asking on behalf of these people that you are crying for. You are asking God to change the situation. Ezekiel twenty-two 
30 out of the Living Bible. I looked in vain for anyone who would build again the wall of righteousness that guards the land, who could stand in the gap and defend you from my just attacks, but I found no one. Whoever is listening to me, wherever you're listening to me, are you the no one? Are you the one that you know the Lord has been prompting you? You don't hear it, but you just know. You feel it as you go about your day or you lay your head down on your pillow or whenever that is, you know, you have that thought in your head that I am supposed to take time and pray for this situation. This person asked me to pray. They came to me. This group came to me. I need to take the time to go to God and pray with, with the Holy Spirit. When we receive Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is inside of us. But we also read here what we read tonight. The Holy Spirit intercedes also according to the will of God. You know, God can also use our feelings of helplessness to lead us into intercession. Have you ever looked at a situation? Maybe it's a family situation. Maybe you're talking to someone else and, and these words come out of your mouth. Oh, there is no way that person's going to change. There is no way they're going to turn around. There is no way that's going to happen in that situation. There is no way God's going to provide for you to go and do that. There is no way. What about instead of speaking those words, no way, that we turn those words around and when we are in those conversations and someone is sharing something with you that you think is impossible, nothing is impossible with God. Maybe instead of disagreeing with the person and doubting God, maybe you are in the vicinity of hearing that conversation and in that conversation because the Holy Spirit is calling you to intercession for that person or that group or that city or that state. And instead of writing things on our social media about that is so bad or this, I'm not even going to repeat some of the stuff that I read. What if you're seeing what you see in the news and on the social medias that God is allowing you to see it because he's calling you to intercession. He's calling you to be a person, to go to him and pray with the Holy Spirit on behalf of this situation. And then guess what? What if you begin to see it change? You know, a word was given to me Sunday morning. It was early Sunday morning. I was getting ready for church, and I was on time, and I was away. I was wide awake. I'm a morning person, but sometimes it takes me a while to, to get out the door uh, lately. And so I was determined to get out in a timely manner and also give myself extra time so I could walk out the door and not be in a hurry. So as I'm going along and I'm getting ready and I'm packing my bag and getting everything I need for the day because my Sunday's long and I'm looking at my list and um, I have some music uh, playing in the background, all of a sudden I know that God called me to pray for someone. Now, 
And it's the reason I'm sharing this is I didn't take time to get on my knees. There's times I would stop what I'm doing and do that and get on my knees and um, make sure everything's quiet and pray. No, as I was getting ready, I began to intercede. I began to go to God on behalf of this situation that I knew that was going on. There are people that God calls to, I'll use my words for this, the um, ministry of intercession. I know some women in my city that they have been in groups for years that they are praying for different situations and for our cities and and people bring them requests and they intercede on behalf of others. Uh, There was a time not that long ago I was on a call, a conference call that met at 6 a.m. in the morning and during that season of my life that schedule was working fine Uh, and then my schedule changed so I'm no longer a part of that. But when I was a part of it is what it was about. The entire part was interceding for others, bringing our requests. For instance, uh, I'm going on a trip. I'm bringing my request to them. And they are interceding. Some are writing it down. Some, some of them keep prayer journals. And they are interceding on my behalf. Someone else is on the line and they may share something about family or whatever it is. We had all different topics. We didn't have, okay, this this uh, intercession line is only for this. No, we shared ourselves. This is what I'm praying for today. And the intercession part would come where the other group of women or men who were on that call, they would intercede on behalf of the request that the person was sharing. So we had prayer and we had intercession going on. And some of the women on this call have been part of this for 15 years. But there are times that helplessness will bring us intercession. God uses it. And before we end, I'd like to read this scripture to you one more time before we sign out for the evening. Romans 8, 26 through 27. And how about on your own, if you uh, take this scripture and look at it in whatever version that you usually use, or look at it in a version that you don't. And, and pray over Romans 8, 26, 27, and ask God to help you to understand it with your heart. And ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in your prayers, that they're not just prayers, that they turn into intercession, that you see it, not just as, okay, I'm going to pray now, but you see it as intercession is what you are doing. You are going to God and the Holy Spirit is praying along with you. You are going to God on someone's behalf, on a situation, on the behalf of others. Remember that. That's what intercession is about. Romans eight twenty six through 27. And in the same way, by our faith, the Holy Spirit helps us with our daily problems and in our praying. For we don't even know what we should pray 
for, nor how to pray as we should, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with such feeling that it cannot be expressed in words, in verse 27, and the Father who knows all hearts, guess what, he knows all hearts, of course, what the Spirit is saying, let me go back and say that again, in 27, and the Father who knows all hearts knows, of course, what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. So don't be afraid that your prayer is going to be wrong. That's what I'd like to end up with this evening. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. I've heard people say that, oh, what if I prayed wrong? Well, guess what? The Spirit what the Spirit is saying is he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. Intercede, people. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of making this an important part of your life. Intercede. God is counting on you. And I have three points. Very quick. We can intercede as we go along. Okay, on Sunday, as I was preparing to leave, um, and then I was in my car, there was a situation that was going on, and I began to intercede and talk to God, have a conversation. As I was driving along, I didn't need to close my eyes. He heard me. I didn't need to pull over and close my eyes. As someone used to, used to say to me, Nancy, I hope you're not closing your eyes when you're driving. No, no, that's not even a thought. And number two, it's the opposite, as, the opposite of as we go along. Find a quiet place. Maybe you're in an area you don't need any quiet soft music, but just find a quiet place. For me, is why I put on the instrumental music. It has no words to it. That way, no words are going into my head. But it's what the instrumental music does for me that drowns out any sounds in the neighborhood or around. In fact, sometime, um, it's not usually too loud here, but um, I'll put on headphones. Like, for instance, there was one area that I lived, there was ambulances and fire trucks, and that was a few years ago. Um, so to find a quiet place, it was kind of hard. You'd find it, and then you'd hear traffic. And so I just like it quiet when I'm designating a specific time to intercede. So I would put a set of headphones on with in- instrumental music, but I'd turn it down low. You can also pray from a list. That's okay. It's okay to have a list. It's okay to say, Holy Spirit, show me who to pray for and how to pray today. But it's also okay to have a list. One is not right and one is wrong. And remember to read Romans eight twenty six for 20 through 27. And remember, the Holy Spirit is already interceding for you and So I would like to end with a few reminders. This call is available for download. If you are listening on a social network outside of TalkShoe, go to www.talkshoe.com and place Living Relationships God's Way in the search bar. Search for the episode title, uh, which is, uh, we are talking about the Holy Spirit and intercession. We are living in a world where relationships are really tough. So remember this. 
The enemy, Satan and his demons, are actively trying to destroy our relationships. He desires to rip, shred, and tear the body of Christ apart. Join me and become part of assisting us to build relationships by sharing our content with others. And tonight, since we're talking about intercession, if you see the enemy in certain situations and he's ripping and he's shredding, you know what? Instead of going in there and helping them rip and shred everything apart in the relationship, what if you began to intercede for the situation? There are times that we are involved. So before I finish up the closing, is there anyone else on the line that would like to share something tonight? Okay, I did hear, thought I heard someone that was cutting in there, but maybe they dropped off the call. So we'll just close out for tonight. Just as a reminder, uh, if you're looking for my book, A Heart That Seeks Him, it's available on Amazon. Just hit the Amazon search bar. You can place my name in it, Nancy Wada, W-A-T-T-A, or just place A Heart That Seeks Him. There's two versions that you'll see. Uh, The most updated version is the one that it's a white background and there's a rose on the front, and it says relationships. Um, Also, if you have any comments or questions, please email me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com. Check out our website. This is our temp site. Uh, We're moving everything over there from another blog. Um, It's at www.relationshipswithnancy.weebly.com. We'll have our .com site up and running, and we'll have more audio on that site soon. Uh, You can find us on YouTube.com. Same thing. Go to the search bar, place my name in it, and it will pull up my channel. We're also on Google+. Find me on Twitter at N-J-W-A-T-T-A. And be sure to join us next week when we will be looking at the Holy Spirit as our comforter. If you're going through a rough time right now, that is something that you'll want to be listening to. So once again, to get in touch with me, contact me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.